It's the Last Call Podcast with your host, Chris Michaels. I am Chris Michaels. Wowee. So there has been a lot going on with regards to mandates and all types of workers across all sorts of industries. And uh, essentially, they're going to be fired or laid off or furloughed or suspend whatever they want to call it if they do not get an inoculation. So I'm going to do a little bit of a show on that type of angle and particularly i'm going to be referencing fda.gov articles not not articles documents documents about this stuff um and also a supreme court document and also a document from pfizer itself so gird your loins we're about to engage on some amazing brilliance so the first thing that we have to realize is that something called comirnaty was in fact approved by the FDA. So Comirnaty is what? It is known as the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Um, I'm not going to go into the definition of a vaccine because that definition has changed. And so if this has anything, any type of relationship towards something, it's an inoculation and it is a gene therapy platform. So, okay, great. It's now approved. So if it's approved, that means that we know what's in the product, we know that it is a safe product, and also we are going to have something called informed consent. So that means I have all of the information that's out there available to me. All right. So the only thing that was approved by the FDA was the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, in quotes, and it has now been relabeled as Comirnaty. Sounds like Illuminati, okay? So let's go into a document. The document is called, it's from the FDA. And I'm, here's another caveat. I'm going to post all these documents on Twitter. So if you want, find me on Twitter, Last Call with Chris Michaels, Last Call Caravan, and you can reference all of these documents from the FDA on there you click on them have a good time to jerk off to them diddle yourself to them it doesn't matter whatever you want to do with them you got it this document is called the summary basis for regulatory action and this involves comirnaty basically this whole document lays out what is in the vaccine right it contains according to this document a nucleoside modified messenger mRNA, encoded the viral spike glycoprotein of SARS-CoV-2 that is formulated in lipids, including a whole bunch of chemicals that I can't pronounce, nor will I try to pronounce, and also cholesterol. Comirnaty has to be frozen at negative 90 to negative 60 degrees Celsius. On and on we go, all sorts of technical stuff, and then we get to... Comirnaty Manufacturing Overview. Now, there's something called uh, B4, the letter B and the number 4. It's in parentheses. Usually, that type of reference in a document involving the FDA, so FDA.gov slash whatever it is, that has to do with uh, intellectual property. So they, they've come out with something. Some company has come out with a vaccine. They don't want their competitors to copy it, so it is protected by the FDA. So they they basically cover it up, edit it, and 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 make sure that you can't read what's in there. 
otherwise known as censorship. There's the word I was looking for. They censor some of this stuff, and they put it under a B for censorship. So this is a gray line to it, okay? So uh, during RNA transcription, censored, is replaced with the censored. This nucleoside substitution has been demonstrated to enhance translation of in vitro transcribed mRNA whilst reducing reactogenicity, which means that Comirnaty, it, now keep this in mind, Comirnaty is, uh, they inject you with something and you have less of a bodily reaction to the injection. That's what reactogenicity is. Genicity is. Oh, I hate these fucking words. Drug substance. The manufacturer of mRNA DS, which is drug substance, is divided into censored major manufacturing process stages. Censored. Okay, so the preparation of the drug substance, censored, formulation or formation of LNP. LNP stands for lipid nanoparticles. So this stuff is literally so small it gets through your cells and they can't pick it up. So the formation of lipid nanoparticles in this step, censored. Uh, formulation of the bulk drug product. The bulk drug product is formulated by censored filling the bulk drug product is sterile filtered and aseptically filled into two milliliter type one borosilicate glass vials manufactured by censored okay so this is not the definition of informed consent if i don't know how the nanolipids are are created then i don't know what's in this vaccine if i don't know how the drug product or the drug substance is prepared then I don't know what's in this vaccine. And they go on to mention the composition of the vaccine itself. Okay? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. You've got... It's, it's in this document. It will be on page 10. Summary Basis of Regulatory Action, Comirnaty. Page 10, Table 4. Okay, so this table is made up of 20 different lines and three different columns. Column one is quality attribute. So basically, the ingredient. Column two, analytical procedure. How do they know that the ingredient is in the product? That's what that, that means. Acceptance criteria. How did we confirm that the product is made up of what we think a quality attribute is. So how did we test for it? Yes, that's what happened. So we can confirm through the acceptance criteria that the through the analytical procedure that the quality attribute is in fact in these vaccines. That's how you have to read this stuff. Okay, so 20 different lines. Out of 20 lines, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Eight out of 20 lines, which is about 30% of this product, we don't know what the quality attribute is, which means we don't know what the ingredient is. It's blacked out. It's censored with B4. Analytical procedure, uh, which is the testing method that they used to determine whether or not the ingredient is, in fact, in the vial. So, one, two, three, four... 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 out of 20. Now, there are multiple tests 
analytical procedures per uh, quality attributes. So per component, per ingredient, there are multiple tests to validate that those ingredients are in fact in the vials. Out of the tw 20 out of, let's see, one, two, so, so 20 out of 24 analytical procedures are censored. So we don't know how they tested for this stuff. And the acceptance criteria. So yes, okay, this is what we observed after we tested for the ingredients in this stuff. Okay, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15 out of 20 acceptance criterias are censored. So you don't know what's in it. 30% of this product, you don't know how they tested for it, and you don't know how they validated that the ingredient is in the vial via the test. So is this something that you would entirely trust? Then there is um, another part of this, which talks about how the container itself. Container closure system. The Comirnaty drug product is filled and stored, in, you know, sealed with bromobutyl rubber stopper and an aluminum seal with a flip-off plastic cap. The glass vials are supplied by sensor. The stopper and caps are supplied by sensor. Uh, Pfizer performed container closure integrity testing using a censored testing method. So what is in the vials themselves? How come they're not letting us know what is in the vials? Something else. Non-clinical pharmacology and pharma, pharma, uh, pharmacokinetics. Okay. Non-clinical pharmacokinetics evaluation included biodistribution using censored. So how did it spread around your body? Expressing RNA as a surrogate reporter in censored. So they're not telling you what organs are expressing the RNA that's telling your DNA to rewrite itself. So they're not telling you what exactly is going on once they inject you. They're not telling you what's in it. They're not telling you how they tested for it. They're not telling you how they observed what they were testing for. A lot of hanky-panky going on here. Doesn't really sit well with people that would like informed consent. And then they run through a whole bunch of testing procedures. Not procedures, but when they expect to have submissions of reports. And a lot of these reports have a final report submission date. I've brought it up in the past, but uh, some of these reports don't have to be submitted until well into 2027. And the soonest report that has to be submitted is in December of 2022. So there is a lot going on here. And all of a sudden, this thing is approved something is very suspicious so i emailed pfizer themselves and i got a document from them okay Col colmer i hate the way they they did this but 
when the question is, and it's an official document. I mean, anybody can call them up and get the same thing because it's 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 gone through legal, it's gone through marketing or whatever else. Question: When and how will Colmenati be available? On August twenty third, the U.S. FDA approved Colmenati. The FDA approved and the FDA authorized Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccination under the EUA, Emergency Use Authorization, have the same formulation and can be used interchangeably. Also, because of the interchangeability between Comirnaty and Pfizer-BioNTech, the process on how you blah, 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 at the time, at this time, Pfizer Medical Information does not have any additional information on the timing of availability of Comirnaty labeled vaccines. So in other words, the only thing that's available right now is Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines that are under the emergency use authorization. Comirnaty is not on the market. Now, in other documents, when this stuff first got approved, they said that Comirnaty and the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine is... Uh, legally distinct, and is slightly different in its composition, but it has the same efficacy. That language has since changed. So if it is identical with slight differences, then it's not identical. There are differences. No matter how slight they may be, there are still differences. So there's another FDA document. It highlights... The prescribing information for Comirnaty, and it's the package insert for Comirnaty. And they talk about things that they have and have not tested for. And on page 15 of the insert, under uh, section whatever it is, section 12, section, no, section 13, non-clinical toxicology, Comirnaty has not been evaluated for the potential to cause carcinogenicity, genotoxicity, or impairment of male fertility. Aha. So we don't know if it's cancerous. We don't know if it alters your genes. And we don't know if it sterilizes men. But it's approved. Okay. Uh, that really doesn't, uh, sit well with me. Bear in mind that Comirnaty is not available. So once Comirnaty comes out, they may have to update that and they may have been doing studies this whole time. They also, in this document, uh, reference lactation. It is not known whether Comirnaty is excreted in human milk. Data are not available to assess the effects of Comirnaty in the breastfed infant or on milk production and excretion. So being that Comirnaty is not available, we can only go by the, COVID, uh, the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 mRNA vaccine. And if we do go by that, we can see all across social media the horrible side effects of infants that are breastfed from vaccinated mothers. Infants breaking out in rashes, infants dying, infants uh, basically developing neurological disorders where they can't even stop shaking. I mean, I saw a video of that. It's heartbreaking, heartbreaking to watch literally a two-month-old shake uncontrollably because of the mother taking the inoculation and breastfeeding their child. 
And that's in this document. So they've done no research on whether or not a vaccinated mother can pass along whatever this stuff is, because per the other document, we don't know what it is. It's all blacked out. Whether or not this stuff passes along to a a breastfed infant, we don't know if it's carcinogenic. We don't know if it alters your genes. Uh, We would suspect that it does, since it's an mRNA inoculation. We don't know if it impairs male fertility. So we don't know if it sterilizes men. Okay, uh, next document. Now, this comes from the FDA, and this is the BLA approval letter for Comirnaty. Now, the BLA, what that means, essentially, is that this product is not a chemical. It's not made up of chemical components. This product got approved because it is comprising of cells, animal cells, human cells, stem cells, uh, the fetal parts, whatever it is. If you're doing something along those lines and not mixing a bunch of chemicals from the periodic table of elements or the table of periodic, uh, whatever it is. That's why I failed chemistry. I barely passed chemistry. I got 65 in chemistry. Um, then it, it falls under the BLA approval. Okay. So under the BLA approval, on pay, it's an 11-page document. And it is, let's see, it's on pages, it starts on page five, okay? And deferred uh, pediatric study to evaluate the safety and effectiveness of Comirnaty in children ages 12 through 15. Now, there are, there's a whole schedule that goes along with, um, with submitting studies, when you're trying to get something approved. So there's a final protocol submission, a study completion, and a final report submission date. The final report submission date, that's what we're really concerned about because everyone has had time to compile all the data, come to their own conclusions, and make recommendations. Okay. So in this first thing, deferred pediatric study of safety and effectiveness of Comirnaty in uh, kids 12 through 15, the final report submission, October 31st of 2023. Deferred pediatric study to evaluate the safety and effectiveness of Comirnaty in infants and children 6 months to 11 years old. Final report submission, May 31st, 2024. Deferred pediatric Study to evaluate the safety and effectiveness in infants less than six months old. Less than six months old. Final report submission. So they're talking about injecting something or something, some child immediately after birth. So that's, that submission report doesn't have to happen until October 31st of 2024. Uh, study. Non-interventional post-approval safety study of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 mRNA vaccine in the U.S. to evaluate the occurrence of myocarditis and pericarditis following admitted... So basically, heart attacks and strokes after you've been inoculated twice with, with Comirnaty. Final report submission, October 31st, 2025. Uh, study, post-conditional approval active... Surveillance study among individuals in Europe to evaluate myocarditis and pericarditis. 
Um, uh, final report submission from the European group, September 30th, 2024. Uh, study to describe the natural history of myocarditis and pericarditis following the administration of Comirnaty. Report submission, September 2024. Uh, long-term effects of myocarditis after vaccination. Final submission report, May 2027. Uh, There are two more. I wasn't going to read any more, but there are two more. I might as well do it. Uh, Substudy to prospectively assess the incidence of subclinical myocarditis following administration of the second dose in a subset of participants 5 to 15 years old. Final report submission, May 2024. Uh, Study. Oh, this is the booster one. You'll love this. Substudy to prospectively assess the incidence of subclinical myocarditis following administration of a third dose in a subset of participants between 16 and 30 years old. Final report submission, December 31st of 2022. So please tell me, please tell me how they suddenly approved people getting a booster shot over the age of 65. How can they do that? Study. Evaluate the immunogenicity and safety of lower dose levels of Comirnaty, people aged 12 through 29. So basically, they may be going like, oh boy, maybe we don't need to uh, inject people with this much stuff. That report doesn't come out until May of 2024. A non-interventional post-approval safety study of pregnancy and infant outcomes in the origin organization of teratotology information specialists, basically mother to baby. What happens? What happens when you give your child breast milk and the mother is inoculated? Those reports don't have to be submitted until December 31st of 2025. But somehow all of this got approved and somehow all of these businesses and governments are the ones saying, if you don't get this, you don't work. Please tell me how they're allowed to do that. Another document from the FDA. Vaccine information fact sheet for recipients and caregivers about Comirnaty and Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine to prevent coronavirus. Page 8 out of 8 on this page. I'm sorry, page 7. Right at the bottom, so might as well be page 8. The emergency use authorization is a mechanism to facilitate availability. An EUA is supported by the Secretary of Health. The FDA may issue an EUA when certain criteria are met, which includes... Uh, that there are no adequate approved available alternatives. The EUA of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine and Comirnaty will end when the Secretary of Health and Human Services determines that the circumstances justifying the EUA no longer exist. Right there, in their own document, they say that Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine and Comirnaty is only available through the EUA. This gives workers the opportunity to deny that. 
let's think about this. Your employer is now telling you that in order for you to keep your job, you need to get a vaccine. Okay. The only vaccine that's been approved is Comirnaty, per Pfizer's own documents. Comirnaty is not available. They say it's the same as the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. Certain batches may be the same, but none of them are, are labeled Comirnaty. So how do you know you are, in fact, getting the approved version of Comirnaty? On top of that, Comirnaty has a lot of ongoing studies that don't stop until 2027. Comirnaty has a lot of ingredients that we don't know about. So that also defies the ver the, uh, any sort of sense of informed consent. And in their own document, they're saying that it's still only being used through the EUA. So let's get this straight. Your employer is telling you that the only way to keep your job is to get a vaccine. The only vaccine that's been approved is Comirnaty. That vaccine is not is not available anywhere. Uh, the other vaccines on the market, Johnson and Johnson, Fi uh, uh, Moderna, AstraZeneca, if you're in if you're in Europe, those have not been approved. But your employer will take those just in case and uh, will satisfy the need. To be inoculated to fulfill their um, employment thresh, uh, criteria. So let's get this straight. Your employer is telling you that the only way to keep your job is to be inoculated with an experimental gene therapy platform. You don't know the ingredients for it. You don't know the side effects because the studies haven't been completed. And the documents themselves say that the approved version of a vaccine is not available for the foreseeable future. And they don't know when that situation is going to change. Does this make sense to anybody? How come this kind of logic works... But it didn't work for the Nazis during Nuremberg, where informed consent really got solidified. And I'm going to leave you with one final thing, and that is a court case. Mole Association for Molecular Pathology versus Myriad Genetics. And this comes from 2012. It's from the Supreme Court itself. So I'm referencing a Supreme Court document. Now, there's a lot of language in here, so I'm going to sum it up because I've already been on broadcasting for 27 minutes, and I want to keep it <laughs> I want to keep it at 15. That's not working. So 30 minutes it'll be. Throughout this document, basically what they tried to do was they wanted to patent DNA. But you can't patent DNA if it occurs naturally in nature. So I can't go outside and patent crabgrass. Because if I did, I can go to everyone's lawn and say, oh, see, there's crabgrass. Uh, that's my patent, so you owe me some sort of royalties. You can't do it. It's just not possible. So how can you patent DNA? You create something called cDNA. Now, how do you create cDNA? You manipulate mRNA. You manipulate the messenger RNA 
so that it tells, because that's really the messenger, the messenger tells the DNA how to create itself. That altered version of the DNA, thanks to the altered version of the mRNA, creates a new form of DNA called cDNA. Now, that cDNA can be patented. So that's exactly what's going on with all of these inoculations. Your mRNA, these are mRNA vaccines. They're manipulating your mRNA to tell your DNA to create a new sequence that allows it to constantly create spike proteins for apparently, according to these breakthrough cases, a limited amount of time. Because Dr. Fauci even said, you're probably going to need a third booster. You're going to need a booster shot. You're going to need a third inoculation. Notice all of your vaccination cards. They've got four lines on them. So they knew damn well it wasn't just going to be one inoculation from Johnson & Johnson, two inoculations from Pfizer. They had their eyes on four separate inoculations. So the next question then becomes, who has the patent on people's DNA that was manipulated through these mRNA vaccines to create newly formed cDNA. Who owns the patent? And the next question then becomes, does my employer get some sort of financial benefit in any way, bonus, uh, tax break, um, uh, commission, for having a certain amount of their employees now having patented cDNA inside of their system. And who do they get those who does your employer get those royalties from? So that is where I'm going to leave it. It's been a big 30 minutes on the dot. This is the last call podcast with Chris Michaels. I'm going to post all of these documents from the FDA itself, FDA.gov, and uh, the Supreme Court document. I'm going to post all of that on Twitter. So find me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Last Call Caravan, because if you're listening to me, you are on the caravan of brilliance, and that caravan is called the Last Call Caravan. I am Chris Michaels. One more podcast to go in the week, because it's already Thursday. Good God Almighty. And uh, that's it. So find me, like me, share me. And as always, I am extremely grateful for your ears and positive vibe.